0: how's it going dudes welcome to the next podcast and today's episode is on bill and ted and for today's episode i'd like to welcome my very special guest host from beyond the airwaves say hello to shirley hello what's up how's it going dude ed
1: i'm going pretty good dude let me turn down my my tv here my big 50 60 (laughs) no i ain't that big a tv But then they didn't have TVs that big back then either.
0: Whoa. (laughs) Is it almost as big as Bill and Ted's phone booth? I think so. Excellent. (laughs) Don't worry, guys. We are not going to do the whole episode in those voices. No. I don't think you'd want us to try that. (laughs) No. No. Well, um, allow me to, like I said, introduce Shirley. She is from the Beyond the Airways podcast. Shirley, Mm -hmm. where can they find you?
1: Okay, uh, we just moved over to Twitch. Uh, you, you can find us. Our our, our address is Twitch.tv/backslash Beyond the Airwaves. You can also find us. We have our group on Facebook. We also do Twitter, Instagram, and we also have we also upload our episodes onto YouTube. So,
0: excellent, excellent. Well, I'm fairly new to the podcast game. Um, I previously did an episode with another guest host for the uh, youtube now netflix series cobra kai so now we're i've welcomed shirley onto the show we are going to talk about the bill and ted trilogy how mm-hmm. weird does it feel to you now saying that bill and ted is now a trilogy it is weird because i think the last
1: time was what 1990
0: <laughs> yeah bogus journey came out in 91 funnily enough the same year yeah. freddie mercury died Mhm. And for me controversial here as much as I love excellent adventure I find bogus journey a lot more hilarious than excellent adventure mainly because the addition of william Sadler is death. Mm-hmm.
1: And I select, and I I and there's that one song I've always loved by the group slaughter shout it
0: out. Ah, I remember that Gosh. Yeah, remember the video for that? Oh boy. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Bill and Ted is the brainchild of writers Ed Solomon and Chris Matheson, who came up with these characters in college and always had the dream of turning them into a movie. However, what happened was at the time, every major movie studio turned them down until they signed a deal with Orion Pictures. And after a long casting process, cast a young Keanu Reese and Alex Winter... In the role that we in the roles that we know now, and of course, in my opinion, a fantastic comedy cult classic franchise was born back then.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. I mean, what are your fond memories of Excellent Adventure from like the first time you saw it? Oh, I mean, seeing George Carlin do the um do the dude in the phone booth
1: and everything taking them to the future. That was... I mean, mean, it was just a funny overall movie. Especially when... Oh, I can't remember which character it was. But uh, he would say, those are the days of our lives like the soap opera.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was the first live-action movie that I ever saw as a kid. And it just completely blew me away. And for me, the one thing that I remember about this franchise is the memorable characters... You know, I mean, the fact that, you know, George Carlin was in there as Rufus, just guiding them through everything. He's, Mm -hmm. for me, he's the glue that held the movie together, along with Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And, you know, he is very much sadly missed now. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how they honor his character in Face the Music. That's true. I mean, unfortunately, the one thing I did notice at the uh, Comic-Con at Home panel was that Kevin Smith kind of gave away a bit of a spoiler for Face the Music regarding George Carlin, and I kind of got a bit bummed out about that because I was hoping to be surprised when I saw the movie, but I'm not going to spoil it for anyone here who hasn't watched that panel yet. Mm -hmm. But um, for me, this is just such a underrated franchise and you know considering how long it's taken them to get face and music off the ground like i remember keanu reeves being interviewed about this on mtv like 10 years ago and he was like teasing what the writers were planning and it's seemed to have come to fruition
1: mm-hmm. and, and the fact that now you've got bill and ted a lot older <laughs>
0: Yeah, and yet again, it seems like they've got a really good cast coming into this new movie, especially with Bridget Lundy-Payne, who we, of course, know from the series Atypical on Netflix. Mm -hmm. If if no one's checked out that series, in my opinion, they really need to. It's probably one of the only series I've seen that contains an accurate 100% depiction of autism and the way it's handled. Mm Mm-hmm. But, of course, I'm getting off subject here. <laughs> but, so it'll be interesting to see her play Ted's daughter in the movie. So, along with Samara Weaving, who is playing Bill's daughter. I got a question. Is she related to Hugo Weaving? I'm not completely certain on that. But I'll have to have look to... at that. Let me see. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, I know that a lot of fans are uh, very worried about this movie because like a lot of people have said it's becoming woke because of the amount of female cast there is in this movie mm-hmm. but to me it's bill and ted you yeah know, those movies for me they still stand up today as much as they did 30 odd years ago yeah okay the- i've got
1: it samara weaving is his niece so they are related
0: ah interesting interesting interesting. I will admit, it'll be interesting to see the chemistry that her and Bridget Lundy-Payne pull off together, mm-hmm. because something that the um, the writers, Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon, have been saying is that they have a lot of the same chemistry that Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves did when they were first cast. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see that dynamic um, pulled over. Now, of course, we've we have a U- U.S. release date. It's only going to be in select movie theaters, as well, but mainly the platform that they're releasing it on is on demand on August the twenty-eighth. Now, what's your opinion, Shirley, on them doing it this way?
1: Well, it's it's like this. You know, the way things are with COVID nineteen and everything, it, it it's difficult right now because. You know, there's some theaters that are going to try to open, and I found out the AMC theater here in Montgomery is going to open. Oh no, are you kidding me? I got a phone call. Can I? Let's see. No, it's a robocall. Sorry. That's okay. Um, I can't stop the phone. That's okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, Black like I was saying, you know, COVID-19 has caused such a mess. But you know, in you know, in a situation like this, um. You know, some some places will be able to show it in theater. Other places will not. So, I think this is kind of a good thing. Now, you know, if it if depending on the cost, this is what I think. Um, if it's if it's too expensive for me as one person, I just might wait. Now, for a whole family, on the other hand, you know, they can have their own popcorn, their own candy. They don't have to buy any candy and anything. This would probably work for a family.
0: Yeah, and. I mean, that's the one thing that Bill and Ted has always been. It's always been a very solid family franchise. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, when you look back at the, you know, late 80s, early 90s, you had some really good comedic gold coming out back then, such as, you know, Bill and Ted, Home Alone, Three Mm -hmm. Ninjas, if anyone Mm -hmm. remembers the Three Ninjas franchise. (laughs) I do remember that, actually. Yeah, the Karate Kid, you know, for me the 80s was like the golden and of course who could forget the bats of the future franchise as well. Oh, absolutely. And you know, so for me and of course Bill and Ted is famous for spinning off so many famous duos like Wayne's World, Dumb and Dumber, Dude, where's my car? Mhm. You know, it's it seems The, to the create... movies
1: where people where the main characters are seemingly dumb, but that's what makes them fun.
0: Yeah. And um, I remember saying this to you a few days ago about Face the Music, is that I was worried about how Keanu Reeves was going to play Ted again mm-hmm. after all this time of being known as a serious action movie yeah, star. Yeah, especially
1: Neo in the Matrix, John the John Wick
0: movies. Yeah, and even movies like Speed and Constantine and... Mm-hmm. You know, where he's played like these seemingly serious roles. So to see him go back to playing Ted and in the latest trailer, they explain it in one line why he is as serious as he is now Mm -hmm. because he's older and because he's tired. And for me as a narrative, that really works. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. And um, actually I just watched an interview um, on ET Canada via YouTube With Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter, because of course they're starting the having to do a virtual press tour. Yeah. Because uh, the movie is 10 days away today for the States. And um, I'm not sure whether this is an exclusive or not, but I just got word today that the UK release date is going to be on September 23rd, but exclusively in cinemas and movie theatres. Right. So unfortunately, you know, we do have a little bit longer to wait but I'm sure it's going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, of course, you know, they've got to be careful of spoilers and, you know, because, I mean, in my opinion, in the digital age that we do live in now, do you think that this movie should be released at the same time all around the world?
1: Um, I guess it would depend because, you know, there's some places where, the country, where countries have gotten... A, a good handle on COVID 19 and others have not. It, it's just like what's going on with the Milan situation. You know, it's going to be on Disney Plus. Yes, you got to pay $30, but, you know, look at it because th- you have to look at it from this perspective. All these movies still have to make the money. Exactly. Regardless They've got to make the money.
0: Exactly, because that's what keeps the studios in business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, if Bill and Ted is like something like 20 say 20 pound Mm -hmm. that's the price i'd expect to pay for a blu-ray release anyway so if i have to pay that for a streaming price then so be it because i have been looking forward to this movie for the last 29 years ever since i first saw bogus journey back in 91 and then when they made that announcement
1: well what was that announcement they made 2018 or 20 early 2019 i
0: can't remember it, it was early 2019 after something like you know nine years
1: yeah in
0: in development and then you know signing on a director because, in my opinion, the director they've got at the moment, you couldn't pick someone better because he's coming off, you know, a hit like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I think he is an absolutely brilliant director, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, that's what it depends on. To make a good movie, it's got to have a good cast, good writing. It's got to have good everything.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, you are going to have your critics out there. They're going to be yeah. skeptical about mm-hmm. another franchise coming back after so many years. But in my opinion, these continuation stories so many years later seem to be faring better than what movie reboots and remakes are doing right now. Exactly. Because I mean,
1: I'm so tired of reboots and remakes now.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, the, the movie that really caught wind was Creed. The way Mm -hmm. how you had Rocky training Apollo Creed's son. Yeah. And, you know, him carrying on the legacy. Same as the series Cobra Kai. You've Mm -hmm. got Daniel and Johnny training future generations of Miyagi-Do and Cobra Kai. Yeah, exactly. So, so therefore, they found this niche that really works. And what I'm wondering if the Bill and Ted Face of Music is going to do, is it going to follow that trend by having their daughters continue on their legacy? Mm-hmm. once they've written the song that saves the world <laughs> yeah so for me it's it's all about timing and obviously with the way the world it is at the moment i think in my opinion the world needs to laugh and that is what this movie is going to bring it's going to bring you know an hour and a half two hours of just pure escapism exactly
1: that's that's what movies are meant to do they're supposed to be the escape from
0: reality where you can laugh
1: you can do things on a
0: movie screen that you could never do in real life yeah i mean i'm gonna move on to talking about bogus journey briefly here now that we've because I still remember at the time, and obviously I've heard this criticism in years since, but a lot of people said Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey was too dark for a comedy. I don't think so. I no. thought you know, having having having, uh,
1: what was it, William, William Sadler who did death? Yeah, I thought that. I thought I thought that was
0: funny. Yeah, I mean, you know, the fact that he got to play the Grim Reaper dude was. Mm -hmm. in my opinion that was perfect casting and there's a reason why he's been asked back so many times even on an episode of tales from the crypt keeper to resume his role of death and you know for me i am so glad that they are bringing him back for face music because in my opinion you couldn't do a bill and ted sequel without him and alex winter and keanu reeves in my opinion yeah And, you know, there were so many elements of that second film that, yes, okay, George Carlin got less screen time. and Mm -hmm. You know, but the elements that worked for the film are elements that still work today because it does show you what, you know, the true power of friendship can do. You know, when you've got two friends who have been together for so many years and they're still sticking by each other's side. It just shows that no matter what, they can conquer anything. Yeah. Now, obviously, as we move on to our thoughts and predictions for Face the Music, um, I'm going to ask you an interesting question, actually. Do okay. you think that it's going to be them that writes the song that saves the world, or do you think it's going to be their daughters?
1: Now, that's a good question. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say all four of
0: them, mm. fathers and daughters, being able to write the song. Now, that would be really interesting if that happens, because, Mm -hmm. of course, you know, with so many, like I said, so many older franchises coming back, you need to do the story in a fresh new way. Mm -hmm. But, of course, keep the elements from the originals that made them so fantastic, if you will.
1: Right. I think that's what's going right for this, because they're keeping the heart of the story. It's like you see all these reboots and remakes. They've totally screwed up the heart of the original story.
0: Yeah. I mean, I hate. Yeah. I mean, I've gone on record saying this, and obviously, you know, obviously, you know, I've been doing movie reviews for the big screen cinema fans group. Mm -hmm. I still don't get the hate that the 2010 remake of Karate Kid got, because in my opinion, that's a movie remake done right.
1: Mm hmm. Because he kept to the heart of the story.
0: Yeah. I mean, okay, he was learning Kung Fu instead of karate, but mm-hmm. you know, we won't get on yeah. with that. And right. of, And of course, you know, a lot of people hate on the Star Wars sequel trilogy mm-hmm. because of how uneven it is. But in my opinion, I think Rise of the Skywalker did a good job in wrapping up the whole saga.
1: I agree. Because, you know, my, my deal is this. It may not have been the best three, but I thought they were good. I just ignored the critics. I ignored the toxic fandom. I just said I'm going to judge this for myself. Yeah, and I, I also thought, you know, they're they're great movies. They're not the best, but I thought they, you know, they did a good job in going along, moving the story along as it
0: should. Yeah, and in my opinion, they were definitely better than the prequel trilogy. <laughs>
1: I think most people are going to say anything was better than the prequel.
0: to Fair, Fair point. But, uh, you know, in, I'm going to say in closing, I am very hopeful for Bill and Ted face of music. I really think they're going to knock it out of the park with this one. And I think so we're going to have the right closure to this franchise because I'm not sure about you, but every time I watched bogus journey, I always felt that there should be another movie to carry it on. Like, for me, Bogus Journey didn't end the franchise the way everyone thought it would.
1: Mm -hmm. Who knew it was going to take almost 30 years, though? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, but in my opinion, you know, unfortunately, even though we don't have time travel, from what I've seen of the trailers, the featurettes, and, like, you know, the press tour interviews... I think this is going to be one of the best movies of the year.
1: Yeah. Considering all this, the, with the COVID-19 mess and everything, you know, it's time, you know, we gotta be able to laugh it up. We gotta get away from all this mess for a little while.
0: You yeah. Know?
1: Because if we don't, we're going to drive ourselves nuts.
0: Yeah. And I know in a couple of, um, Bill and Ted fan groups that I'm a part of, a lot of people have been saying, you know, wouldn't it be ironic if Bill and Ted is the thing that saves the world? Yeah. <laughs> And in my opinion, I think for a little while it will, because, you Mm -hmm. know, I know, like I was saying to you, a lot of fans have been really looking forward to this franchise coming back. I know I've been championing it for the last 10 years, ever since I first heard Keanu Reeves talk about it in that MTV interview. And I know for a fact when August 28th rolls around, I'm getting a big bucket of popcorn. I'm going to look for it wherever I can because uh this isn't sponsored but thanks to expressvpn.com it will hopefully enable me to watch Bill and Ted Face Music from the States. Mhm. And then I will probably come back on this podcast and give my honest review.
1: Yeah. And hopefully I'll be able to watch it myself when it does come out. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I really I really want to, you know, just get away from all this, you know, the COVID-19, the all the craziness going on. It's like yeah. it's time to
0: get away from it for just a little while and laugh it up. Definitely. And, you know, I have a feeling that, you know, we are going to welcome Bill and Ted back into our movie world with open arms because it's mm-hmm. surely been a long time coming. And boy, we need it. Yeah. So, in closing, fellas, remember to be excellent to each other. And oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's been too long. <laughs> oh, in that case, then I will. Um, I'll say the line myself, and I, I'm gonna leave this all in. It's gonna be completely unedited. Yeah, but um. In the... Of in closing, I'm going to say this. Shirley, where everyone, where can everyone find you again?
1: All right. Uh, uh, beyond the Airways, the Infinity Project is on Twitch. Uh, it's twitch.tv slash beyond the airways. We are also, we have our Facebook group. We are also on Twitter, Instagram, and we upload our Twitch episodes onto YouTube. So if you ever miss one, we got it right there for you on YouTube
0: later. Most excellent. And of course, you can find my podcast here on Anchor FM or even on Spotify now. So if you want to download my podcast, just type in James Starbucks Nerd Talk, and you'll be able to find all the episodes on there, even though there's currently only one other episode beside this one at the moment. But in closing, we remind you to be excellent to each other and party on, dudes! That was the line. I am so sorry. Don't worry about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just be excellent, party on.
0: (laughs) Excellent! So, thank you very much for listening, guys. Shirley, thank you very much for joining me today on this podcast. You're welcome. And hopefully we'll see you on a future episode. All right, count on it. Okay, take care of yourselves and be good to each other. Yeah,
1: be excellent to each other. (laughs) And party on, dudes! (laughs)